0: Whole Being, a podcast on wholeness with Ariane and Maximilian.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome.
0: Hi, everyone, welcome.
1: I love that this episode just started with rooster in the background.
0: Is that what happened? I. <laughs> I had- <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I
1: have my head.
0: I have my headset on, so I can barely hear what's going on out there, but. There is a rooster. There's about maybe 20 chickens and two there's two dogs in the room right now. So it's definitely a, a full house and a full a farm.
1: Full house. I love it. What a party. How are you doing today, Ariane?
0: Well, I'm really looking forward to this <laughs> recording. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's going to be just as helpful and uplifting for us as it will be for the listeners.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I I think it's well needed. It's It's been an interesting week. I think for the two of us, there's been things that have come up that we've been kind of sitting with and allowing it to move through us. So today's episode, the topic is try easy. (laughs) And um, I think it couldn't have come at a better time.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, before the call, Max and myself, we had a chat and it's interesting, we both had some you know, difficulty, I think you put it really well, that there was some some heaviness moving through us. And it's interesting that we both had the experience together of that in our own unique way this week. And I think it's safe mm-hmm. to say that a lot of other people are feeling this as well. Um, I'm on social media quite a bit. I know you are too, Max. And uh, I do read uh, what people are posting. And there's some serious hardship going on out there. Lots of heaviness moving through us, hey?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting because it does seem like these things come in waves. So at times, uh, I think I said earlier to you, everything's pretty rosy. And then all of a sudden you have these these periods of time where, where things do feel quite heavy and that lightness is gone and you kind of feel like, okay, now I'm moving through molasses. And... Uh, <laughs> you know, taking just one step at a time is actually quite a quite a tedious process. And sometimes you have to backtrack again, just to take another step forward. Um, but in the end, what helps me all the time is really this aspect of just allowing myself to feel, um, allowing myself to feel that energy, allowing myself to feel myself as that energy moves through and, you know, allowing myself to feel how I respond on a visceral level and a mental level and an emotional and spiritual level when, when there, is, there is heaviness and there are maybe topics that are, that are moving through me, through my mind that need to be processed and not just processed by my mind, but by my entire being. And it's, it's become such an interesting process because I've been doing this for quite some time now or allowing it to, to occur for quite some time. Oftentimes now, I can tell that a lot of these things are quite subtle. Um, But every now and then, and that was certainly the case for the last few days, there are some things that are bigger that have now come up as a result of all the previous letting go or release or whatever you want to call it that has been happening. And then when another big chunk comes up, uh, it's it's certainly good for myself to then take some time, even take some time off work, and just just allow myself to be with it and and feel it in its entirety and the strength and the beauty and the just the joy and the bliss that arises as a as a result as a consequence of me allowing myself that time and that space and allowing myself that opportunity to feel these things to experience all of this it's pretty incredible but of course when you're in the midst of it you don't really tend to think too much about oh it's going to be so awesome you know once I'm on the other end I think that's also a a nice segue to this topic try easy rather than trying hard because I used to try way too hard and it just it would just fuck me up (laughs) (laughs) Man, <laughs> you know, having a try hard approach to anything involving emotions and trauma that's that's just not going to fly.
0: Oh god, <laughs> god, there's so many things I want to say to what you just said there and the trying hard path. Oh man, it took me a while to wake up and realize wow, every route I am choosing is a hard route it's like as if what is this some kind of punishment like there is an easy path right there look there's flowers and fresh air and sunshine okay that looks like a great path oh it looks so warm and welcoming no I'm gonna go and bushwhack through the thorny blackberry <laughs> bushes <laughs> it's really dark and there's a swamp in there too <laughs> They both lead to the same destination, and I'm like, mm, I choose this one. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> I'm laughing because it's <laughs> it's hilarious, and it's like literally the story of my life in the past. But when I <laughs> when I really look at this, it's all I knew. So, you know, it's all I knew, and it's how I was raised too. That that's how I saw people doing things in a, in my household like that's how I was raised so how can I get upset at myself you know like for walking through this swampy blackberry thorn bush trail over and over again and not getting like hey there's a path right next to it that's actually quite pleasant <laughs> like, and, and light you know it's <laughs> it's it's what I knew at the time You know, and I think we're coming out of this collectively as well. We're really coming out of something collective, many things collectively, where we're looking at ways of living and being that are so strenuous, not only on our systems but the environment, on everything. You know, and it's a really beautiful pause. It has been a beautiful pause where we can really look at, you know, what I'm, I'm going to allow myself to consider things differently. You know, to look and to consider processing being living life in a way that perhaps I can allow a bit more flow. I can allow a bit more lightness. I can allow a bit more humor. I was thinking of this, you know, when we were, before we got on this recording, we were cracking it pretty hard. Max and I, <laughs> yeah. like, I was thinking like, what does it say, you know, when someone can go through these times and all, not just these times, but also our, our individual struggles like you were just talking about, like you were sharing yours there, Max. What a beautiful demonstration when uh, someone can choose to reach for humor Mm -hmm. during such a challenging and hard time where some really heavy stuff and really scary stuff is coming up, you know? Yeah,
1: You know, as you're saying that, what comes to my mind is just because there's heaviness coming our way doesn't necessarily mean that we have to choose to be heavy ourselves. We can still approach it with lightness as we allow it to move through us. It is really still our choice. We don't have to fight fire with fire. And I find with this whole topic of, of trying, try easy rather than try hard. And as you were saying, you know, it's been for most of us, our entire entire lives usually it's all about try hard like try hard at your job try try hard at the at the gym try hard in your relationships and there's a lot of fire there there's a lot of force there and it just doesn't it just doesn't resonate that well oftentimes when we're met with a really strong force, such as a strong emotion or a, or a trauma that has resurfaced. And then being able to consciously choose, I'm actually going to approach this with lightness. It can really make all the difference. And you know, when I say lightness, it is that aspect of try easy. Like next time, next time shit comes your way, don't try hard to deal with it. Why don't you try easy?
0: Wow, that really hit me. Those words. Don't try hard to deal with it. Don't try hard to deal with the hardship that comes up because when hardship comes up, a lot of us can punish ourselves for it. We can attach onto it. We can relive hard experiences from our past and kind of wallow in it. There's so much that comes along with that. And here you're suggesting The next time this pain, struggle, discomfort comes up, don't try so hard to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Try easy. Try easy. You know, um, I was having conversations with my partner about a similar theme this morning and even yesterday and and the day before because so much (laughs) uh, in my life, some hardship has been coming up for sure. And we've been talking about what, what does this really want, this hardship? When it comes up, when these memories come our way and float through our consciousness throughout the day, are they really coming to harass us and bother us and distract us? I don't think so. I think they're coming to be, first of all, they're being brought to our awareness for a reason. And since it's coming to my awareness, how am I going to treat this part of me it's a part of me you know I hear people say oh it's this isn't a part of me so I'm gonna let it go and it's like are you sure about that are you sure that are you sure that's not a part of you because now it sounds like you're disassociating you're trying to separate yourself from you yes this it is a part of you all of it is a part of us it's we're part of the whole so when it comes up what is it truly looking for Uh, I've met it with, oh, wow, I need to catch myself here. I do my best (laughs) to to embrace these pretty uncomfortable and heavy feelings that come up, to feel it, as you say, to embrace it and to uh, be receptive towards it, to allow myself to feel and to open towards it. You know, that spiritual teaching that says watch it, you know, watch watch it come and go like a cloud passing by watch these pain bodies and energies and emotions come and go we're still engaging through the mind we're still engaging through the mind and we have talked about this so frequently on the podcast max how now we're inviting people to now experience this through all of the being the whole being Someone might say, if I feel it, I'm, I might get consumed and absorbed by it. And I don't want to feel the pain of the past or I don't want to feel these feelings and sensations. Okay, let's just take a moment here and really look at that. I don't want to feel that. <laughs> I don't want to feel that. Again, it's a pushing away. It's a turning away. It's an avoidance. It's a suppression. mm mm-hmm why don't you want to feel it? It's a part of you. It's scary. I don't but it, it makes me uncomfortable. I get it. We all have this. We all have these uncomfortable feelings and memories come up within us. I think it's a beautiful example. Trying easy. Trying easy. It's it, It's a lot easier to just let go and be like, I'm going to feel you <laughs> instead of yeah. fight you. Yeah. I'm going to feel you instead of fight you. Like this is definitely the easier way and it's pretty hard to push and to try and suppress and hide. That's that's exhausting.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And even trying to make sense of everything, analyzing everything again and again and again and trying to see okay, how does it relate to me? What does it tell me? What do I still need to focus on? Um what steps do I need to take now? There that too is part of this aspect of trying too hard, trying hard. And you know, you, you brought something so beautiful up there in regards to feeling it. A lot of people have a resistance towards feeling it by saying, well, I don't want to feel it. I don't want to feel that trauma again. I don't want to feel those emotions again. There's a reason that I've, been, I've been pushing them down. The work that I do in my practice, working with um, all of my clients, I've realized that one of the big reasons so many people say this, that they don't want to feel it, Uh, that they don't want to re-experience all of that, is because we no longer understand what it actually means to feel. So when Ariana and I are inviting listeners to allow themselves to feel, we, we have to be really clear what it actually means to feel. And for, as I said, for many of us, we've kind of lost touch with it, because we're so much in our thinking minds, we think 24 seven, any waking moment in our lives is usually spent thinking, we even think about what we temporarily feel. So there is so much thinking involved, that we've really lost touch and forgotten what it actually means to feel. So when we talk about feeling, feeling is a state where you're not actually able to feel and think at the same time. Thinking and feeling can happen immediately one after the other. But while a person is feeling, they're not able to think. That's the beauty of it. So the state of feeling is actually a state of pure beingness. And that also means that when we allow ourselves to feel feel stuck emotions and past trauma. We're feeling, we're experiencing the sensations, the energy that underlie these emotions, that underlie these trauma. And the mind is at this point not able to interact because we're just feeling them for what they are as they are. So there is no, no opportunity for judgment. There is no space for labeling there is no space and time for analysis or attaching any stories. And it is usually this judgment and the labeling and the analysis and so forth that makes any experience either uncomfortable or enjoyable or just neutral. So it's, it's the thinking mind, the judging mind that actually makes anything something something that we then consider, you know, using these polarizing forces as good or bad, dark or light, and so forth. And that means that we need to remember, and even if that takes time, little by little, that when we allow ourselves to feel, it is in no way meant to Re experience with all the judgment, all the analysis, and all the stories, the trauma and the hurtful emotions that we've experienced, maybe in the past, because that would just be reliving the trauma. And that's like the last thing that people want, which I understand. But it is very different to when we just feel it for what it is, as it is, as these sensations. And for me, it goes under this principle of of trying easy, because this is the easy way, the simple way to deal with emotions and trauma. Whereas if we continue to deal with our trauma and our unwanted emotions through the mind by intellectualizing it, by giving it names, by attaching certain stories and judgment to them, that's the hard way. That's trying hard to deal with it. Anyone out there, any human being knows that that can be really, really exhausting, really exhausting.
0: It is absolutely exhausting. I actually had a beautiful image come to mind when you were speaking about this. So let's say, for example, a a memory comes up within you and this memory is quite haunting. So this memory has a lot of pain tied into it. This memory happened in your past, perhaps when you were a child. Now, Imagine, let's make this real life, okay? So imagine you, adult you, are in a room and your inner child, your child from that past memory is in the room with you and that child is not okay. They are freaking out. They're very unsafe. They might be crying. They might be screaming. They might be trying to get out of the room. And now let's look at the parent, you, as the parent in the room. You're in the room you're in the space of this child who is you from the past and they are not okay. Super unsafe. Don't trust you at all. Totally disconnected from you. If you turn around and try and push this child away, (laughs) is there, (laughs) you're in the same room. You're in the same room. The child is going to stay in that room with you forever. Do you think that turning your back and pushing them, that child, him or her away is actually going to create a harmonious situation? Mm-hmm. The answer is hard. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's hard. It's very, as you said, exhausting. <laughs> That's exhausting to be like, hmm, I'm just going to turn my back even though there's a storm, a chaos, chaotic storm going on behind me. But I don't want to look at it because it's my past. I don't want to look at it because it's the past. I'll leave it in the past. I don't want to look at it because I don't want to feel that. Yeah, but okay. okay. It's, again, the hard route. That's exhausting. Let's look at another scenario. Observe. Observe the child like a passing cloud. Observe. (laughs) Like like in meditation, right? Just observe and let it pass. Let it come and go. You're observing the child. The child's still freaking out. The child is looking at you, looking at them, but the child is freaking out. Why is the child freaking out? Because you're not giving the child any kind of connection besides observing it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so again, that can be an exhausting that can be a hard road too. what if you got up, and you went over to the child, receptive, open and loving, you made eye contact, and you really felt the feelings and the state of that child. Now, it might take some vulnerability, and it might take some courage. But what if it happened? What if you did that? Maybe the child won't be able to look back at you. But what if you took a bit of time to remain in a receptive, open, loving state where you're feeling the space, you're feeling the emotions, the feeling, you're showing this compassion, you're feeling, you have this empathy, you're connected to this being. And what if you stay in that state, I assure you, that child will open, I assure you, that child will connect with you, I assure you, a state of trust safety and belonging will be established now what does that mean for you as an adult what does that mean for you as an adult okay well see this is the work i do with people (laughs) this is the private work i do with people is i take people into these spaces where the inner child is literally screaming you know like banging on the door and our adult self is like nope don't want to hear it don't want it don't want to go there What does it mean when we turn towards this memory, this inner child, right? And we show this receptivity and love. And as you say, Max, feel, actually feel the energy and the emotions. An incredible harmony takes place. An incredible integration takes place. So that chaotic room now turns into harmony. There is now a union here, a relationship, a connection that is so pure and so joyful. And I'm going to add this. Humor and fun and play. Mm -hmm. There's so much fun and play and joy that comes with connecting to this very tender part of ourselves. You know what I mean like a lot of these feelings that come up have to do with our past have to do with our upbringing. And I've heard this before. What happens in the past stays in the past. And I'm like, oh, dang. (laughs) Every time I hear that, I'm like, oh, goodness. I'm sending you so much love. (laughs) I'm sending, like, so much love, human being, because that does not work for anybody ever. No,
1: Understand. that might that might work for Las Vegas, but you know, whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But holy shit, that does not that, that does not work for the past.
0: <laughs> and even even Vegas. So now you just brought up Vegas. Let's talk about Vegas. Uh, even, <laughs> even Vegas. Let's think about this. Do you know how much collective dense energy is probably? I've never been there before. I've never been there and probably never will. But what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. There's secrecy. There's people yeah. leaving so much. Memory behind that they don't want to acknowledge or look at or admit there must be some dense ass energy in that place.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've been to Vegas before, and it just oh man, if you're in tune with energy, it's gonna mess you around. It's like it's your it's like you're on an energetic roller coaster the whole time you're there. Whoa, it's a wild city, that's for sure.
0: Wow, wow, wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's um interesting. I'm not surprised. Doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, so, you know, someone might say that's not the easy route. It's not an easy route to look at the ch- to look at that child, for example, and and feel her or him and connect with them. What's the other option here? The other option is to turn away, pretend like they're not there, push them away. The other option is to just observe them <laughs> like a cloud passing <laughs> through the sky like in meditate like that that is exhausting. That is very hard to be in those states, to mm-hmm. literally watch a part of yourself melting down and to not reach out from the heart and feel and connect. It is exhausting to consistently be in that state. So I would say go easy, right? The go easy path is open up, open up and feel and watch what happens.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. As you were talking about the inner child there I was thinking, it's not a surprise that we see so many adults in life that are so, they're so adult, like to the point where there is just pure seriousness. There is no time, no space for fun, for for lightness, for laughter, for humor. And I'm thinking, how's your inner child doing? I'm sure most listeners are familiar with the term inner child because it's it's even used in mains in the mainstream medical system now you know that's how how much people are realizing yeah you have to take care of the inner child and you, you were talking about union I think that is so so important and it's such a beautiful word to use here because it's it is really not just about reconnecting with your inner child but reuniting with your inner child because that is you it is part of your wholeness and i know for myself that inner child as you are an adult or even as you're growing old uh, into your 80s or 90s or even 100s it doesn't matter that inner child is always there it will always be with you it will always be part of your beautiful wholeness And it is that part of yourself that is the foundation for your creative side. It is the reason why we're meant to laugh throughout our entire lives. It's not like, oh, shit, I've reached 30. I'm no longer supposed to laugh at everything. You know, (laughs) I'm over 30 now. (laughs) I love to laugh. I laugh at the silliest things. Like my wife, she, she says that she really appreciates my goofy nature and I honestly, I wouldn't be able to turn it off because it's so important and I love being childlike, not childish, but childlike and reminding others, inspiring others that it feels good to let out that child. Whether that means in the summertime you run in your board shorts or in your bikini through the Through the sprinkler system in your yard or you do a few cannonballs at the local swimming pool or at the lake whatever it is like that is part of this whole aspect of embracing and uniting yourself with your inner child again and then also taking that route of trying easy going easy because let's look at children i mean they're freaking okay i should i should rephrase this Let's look at children before they experience what we now often coin as a big T trauma. So before anyone experiences a real trauma as a child, when we look at that child before a traumatic event, they are carefree, they're fun, they're happy, they're curious, they want to touch everything, taste everything, they run around like like it's the only thing that is there to do it's so playful it is so inspiring
0: totally I have such a smile on my face when you're saying <laughs> I don't know if you do this with your pup but I like to do silly voices for the animals oh yeah um, and they <laughs> each have, they each have one and like I'll go into like full-fledged conversations like with
1: <laughs> with each pet
0: and like my partner just just sitting there and one day I looked at him and I was like, are you still attracted to me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I just go off. Like and my voice will get loud and I'll get really into it. And then I'll make myself laugh. And then I'm like, oh my god, there's another person in the room. Like
2: it's like
0: <laughs> <because laughs> I, I had to like not only like are you so attracted to me but do you even find this money like
2: it's, so, it's, so,
0: it's even it's sad as an adult that we have to like check in you know of yeah. course my partner of course my partner loves it like of course he <laughs> appreciates it he says it all the time but it's sad that i even have to ask you know like yeah. because you're right we've become so hardened as adults to look and act a certain way and we've Mm -hmm. compromised this inner child you mentioned our most creative expression most certainly the inner child is the most creative expression it's also the most tender vulnerable part of us it's also the most loving part of us and uh, again full spectrum right it's the most loving therefore it's also the one the part of us that can hold the most pain yeah right so it's like come on This is probably one of the most important connections. It is the most important connection that we can make on our internal growth, healing, whatever journey, whatever terminology you want to use. I believe it's the most important connection we can make because we can have all of the crystals and practices we want. We can have <laughs> all of like the spiritual books and like programs and we can have all the teachers we want. But if we're not really going there And making that connection, well, I would question what's what's the purpose. Yes, you know, we're we're looking to come back to our pristine origins. We're looking to come back to that pure joy and freedom. So, what's going on if that's if that's not the trajectory? If that's not the Mm -hmm. connection?
1: Absolutely, and that brings up something else because for anyone who's ever interacted with with especially young young kids, you would know that the first time you meet them or the first few times you meet them, you need to go easy. I think approaching a child is such a beautiful analogy to what we're talking about today, this whole aspect of try easy rather than try hard. When we approach a child and we approach it in a hard, or harsh, or very adult way, you know, the the child's defense will will go up and there's not going to be a very open, playful engagement that will take place. But when we approach a, a child from this aspect of try easy, you know, be open, be fun, be approachable, be light. It changes everything. Like even in that regard, it's, I I just, I love, I love children because they teach us so much about life. They teach us everything about
0: everything. life. Everything,
1: yeah. Oh, wow. It's, it's incredible. It really, really is.
0: Yeah, a thought came to my mind when you were sharing what you just shared there. You know how we entertain so many doom and gloom scenarios in our mind?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: this thing we all do. How often do those doom gloom things actually happen? (laughs) Sometimes they do, but most of the time it's this doom and gloom story that we are embellishing and we're mulling over in our mind and we're stressing ourselves out and other people around us out. And again, this is like us taking this hard road. If we just take a second look back at our life, a lot of our fears did not actually unfold they didn't happen you know life is yeah life is constantly reminding us hey this is an easy path this actually is and you're the one that's making it complicated (laughs) this is an easy path you're safe i've got your back this is a very benevolent world yeah there's some spooky things on the trail of big time like some scare very scary things that come up but you're even in the scariest moments, you're still loved, you're still cared for. There's still an easy path available to you, even in your scariest moments.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: know it's a, it's a really beautiful thing to remember that and I'm going to do my best to remember that the next time I'm like, this is it. I'm gonna die. Yeah. I'm dying, my partner's dying. All humans are dying. We're gone down. I'm going to get reincarnated and it's going to be a hard life (laughs) and it's going to be we're going to have to go on another planet somehow like I'm going to reincarnate it on another planet because this one's going to be destroyed like it's It's (laughs) like you just start on the hard path and like it just unravels into this massive drama it's so funny oh yeah oh yeah (laughs)
1: You know, one beautiful thing is we all know what it feels like to try hard. I mean, it's, it's so universal. Like, yeah. I bet every human out there, unless you're like a supreme yogi that was born into a lineage of supreme yogis and you've never known what really hard is. you know. Aside from those very rare individuals, I think everyone else knows what it's like to try hard. Wow. so so that is then a beautiful opportunity and a beautiful cornerstone of trying out easy of trying easy because if you already know what it feels like to try hard just do the opposite just try that and maybe try it with something small you know it doesn't have to be like the biggest traumatic event you ever experienced in your life you know you don't have to go from zero to 100 right away even if it means you just go to the gym and you try easy for once and see how that workout feels like i remember i used to do crossfit for years
0: what how did know that? What i have such a hard time seeing that oh my okay.
1: god i was like i was I was fully in there and I did CrossFit while I was uh, living in different places around the world. I I started in Canada, actually, and then continued doing it in New Zealand. And then even when I moved to Hong Kong, I was doing it there. So I did it for for several years. And it was, you know, anyone that knows off CrossFit or has ever done CrossFit, (laughs) you know that this is not some easy peasy workout that you do like pretty much every workout you do is is like competition mode at least at the crossfit boxes that I was at it was always about everyone goes against each other and you got to have the best time you got to you got to have to push or pull the heaviest weight and it was all about trying hard no pain no gain it's all about go hard or go home basically or if you don't go hard don't even worry about coming, like stay home. <laughs> so it was like a crazy mentality. And then it just depleted me completely. Like eh, I noticed my my kidney energy just went completely down, which is all about our stamina and endurance. And my body was just aching all the time. When I look at how I work out these days, I love the, the way I am. I feel strong. I feel fit. I feel capable of doing a variety of things that, that life can throw at me and that Pacific Northwest can throw at me, you know, in terms of being out there in the wild, being out there in the water. So I, I would consider myself to be a very strong and fit individual. But my approach to my fitness to my well-being is trying easy. I do whatever I feel like in terms of exercise. And I don't have this try hard, no pain no gain mentality anymore. I don't feel the need to like completely exhaust myself. I mean, if I do sprint training with my puppy because I just I've rediscovered um, my appreciation for running really fast and having a mm-hmm. little puppy chasing you or you chasing the puppy, because she's getting pretty fast now. So but aside from that, you know, even there, it's not trying hard, it's, it's still this approach of trying easy. I don't feel the need to push myself to exhaustion in, in any form that would actually lead me to to have some kind of experience of chronic fatigue. And it's so beautiful to just use this approach of try easy when it comes to whatever you do for your fitness whatever exercise you do you know even with yoga like yoga is such a great example too because despite the the relaxing connotations or the calm the calmness as a connotation that comes with with yoga you know oftentimes when people think about yoga especially those that don't practice yoga it's all about oh yeah it's the stretchy relaxing stuff that people do. Despite yoga's nature of being rather calming, we can still have a, have a have a hard approach towards it and I see it a lot like a lot of people have this try hard approach to yoga and in the end it just messes them up. Yeah. So next time for instance you're struggling with a certain pose, don't try to get into that pose as hard as you can try easy and you can even do it at work. You don't always have to give it 120%. You know, don't try so hard, try easy, find ways, you know, get creative, get playful to think about, okay, how can I incorporate this into my life? Because it's fun. It allows you to feel that inner child of yours. Again, when you start to try easy things more, Because that's how, that's how children do it until we adults have rubbed off on children long enough and to a certain extent that even the kids then go, oh, no, okay. My parents tell me it's all about trying hard and other people tell me that too. So I guess I should really try hard and and hopefully I'll get the success that I want. So then we lose that touch at an early age we lose that touch towards trying easy.
0: Wow. Yeah. It's kind of like my story where I just kept on walking that swampy, thorny, blackberry bush road. (laughs) 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 You know, that's what I saw growing up. So therefore that's what I did. You know, so like you just said there, Max, a lot of us are going to see that growing up. Uh, And of course society just encourages that like crazy society is always uh, like work hard work hard it's all about hard work and we can lose our sense of direction our own inner guidance our own sense of wholeness in that so quickly and the pressures now of other people doing it this herd mentality right a lot of people Mm -hmm. are doing it so now I got to do it too even though it goes against what I know is right for me even if it goes against that even if I look at this from the outside and be like that looks mad it looks actually kind of crazy but yeah. it's so compelling. This herd mentality is so compelling. It's very. It can be very hard to deal yeah. with that. Yeah, for um, sure. People have even been uh, rejected or been made fun of when they don't, when they don't partake in whatever herd mentality is is happening. But uh, I assure everyone, I've definitely been a black sheep kind of my whole life, and I'm sure you've been that way too, Max. <laughs> but, uh, I assure everyone, it is far more fulfilling to be like, "Oh, okay. Heard <laughs> you do you. I'm going to do me." Yeah. You, let's you, see, you. let's see
1: who, who survives. <laughs>
0: exactly. Let's see who survives and let's see who's smiling and truly happy. Yeah. Truly happy because from here I could see that you are not happy. I could see that they are not happy. So why the heck am I going to follow they? Why the heck am I going to jump in? Well, there's pressure and it can be very compelling and it, it's another invitation to really get even closer to mm-hmm. our heart, to our wholeness, to ourselves. It's an, even, yeah. it's an even bigger invitation. So we can make anything work for our favor. When I realized that on my own journey, I was inner child superpower, like dance party. So, <laughs> so free and happy when I realized that, wait a minute. This is all happening for the the good of all, the benefit of, of all. This is actually very, as we've said so many times, a very benevolent life experience. So, yeah. if this is true, and I know this to be true, I, yes, I forget sometimes, but I, I know it in my heart, deep down. This is this this I know. Okay, well, this is kind of an incredible experience. Okay, it's totally okay that I don't follow the herd. It's actually really okay <laughs> that I that I don't follow the herd. I think the black sheep just need to taste it a little bit to know it for themselves. And then it's like, yeah, I'm definitely happy to be on. I'm not going to say on this side, because there's no sides. Uh, yeah. It's not about that. It's more, I'm happy to be in this state. And what's beautiful is not going with what others are choosing, going with what you resonate with. It's not always backlash, and it's all, not always a really horrible experience. In fact, in my experience, it's been mostly the opposite. It's been mostly being a space and an example for inspiration.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I feel the same way when I think about some of my my friends within my circle who really go hard on this whole aspect of trying hard in all aspects of life because they were programmed, they were trained, um, to believe that that is how you how you gather all the success and then you know here I am and they know I I try easy they know that they call me the freestyler <laughs> I have a more lenient approach to a lot of things and they see they see how I am you know when I meet with them they see how how content I am how satisfied how happy. And also the, the things that, that are coming my way, you know. for instance, when we talk about how's work going or how's, how's, uh, how's married life, how's the puppy, how's whatever it is. And I'm just grateful that I can be that person, that I can be an inspiration.
2: Yeah.
1: Or even if I'm not an inspiration to some, that's okay too. But then I'm still grateful that I can just be there and be that person be that person that doesn't try hard I mean as you said of course we forget we all forget at times but remembering and focusing on this aspect of try easy rather than try hard that in itself is is really all all that's needed and um, one thing I want to point out is that by trying easy the mind could easily go and say, yeah, but that means you're going to slack. But that's not the case at all. It's really, it's the approach you have to something. It is not that you're necessarily changing the nature of that thing itself, but it's your approach to that thing, to that matter. And that can change the way you perceive your work, for instance, you perceive life, you perceive yourself because it's just a, it's a change in the approach to anything and everything, so you're not uh, trying easy has nothing to do with with slacking in life and I'm pointing this out because I have noticed that for a lot of people it's very important that they don't come across as lazy or that they're slacking or even. Like sliding back into old habits. That's really not what this is about at all.
0: I think it's so great that you brought this point up. This is a really, really important part. I didn't even think of it because when you started talking about this, I knew right away what you were talking about. But I made that assumption that other people would as well. I think a lot of people might, uh, yeah, might see take the easy route as taking the slacking route and this is absolutely not at all what we're talking about here have been so hardwired to make everything so complex and so hard and it absolutely doesn't have to be we can have the same outcomes and be a lot more relaxed feel mm-hmm. a lot more at ease have a lot more harmony with the same outcome yeah, you know, like it's again, it's yes. that that same uh, image there at the beginning of the call There's a very bright, lit, easeful, pleasant path to the left. And then there's a thorny black bush swamp on the right. And we have a choice. They both go to the same destination.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: are we going to feel guilty if we take the pleasant road? Well, I'm not sweating enough. while well, I'm not, you know, straining enough. But who said you had to strain and sweat? To get to that destination. (laughs) Who said that? Where is that coming from? And is that true? Because there are a ton of successful people. There's so many brilliant, successful people who do not take the freaking barbed wire, blackberry thorn (laughs) swamp (laughs) path. You know, there takes a real sense of wholesome self to stand in that fork in the road and say, I am choosing this beautiful, pleasant, lit path, because this is my experience at the end of the day. This is my experience. And what matters most is the is the journey.
2: Mm-hmm. It's not the
0: destination. It's the journey itself. So why am I going to put myself through so much strain when I can give myself this pleasant path? And someone might say, yeah, but I don't see that path. <laughs> that path isn't available to me. Are you sure about that? <laughs> right.
2: <Good> look again. <laughs> look,
0: have a good look again. Have a good look yeah. again. So, this is when we take start. Take a breather, look again. Take a breather, look again. This is when we start creating new neural pathways. This is when we start to really deepen the relationship with ourselves. This is when we start mm-hmm. to really open up our hearts and our minds. Um, when we ask these questions and when we start to take these different paths, and I assure everyone who's listening, Max and I are living examples of it, and we're one of the many people out there the option is there yeah the The choice is
1: always there and the choice is always yours
0: yes yeah yeah (laughs) i felt that's like a commercial the choice is always there and it's always yours (laughs) (laughs) it's almost
1: like it's almost as if i want to apologize to the listeners that at times we might sound like um like a commercial for some spiritual course, but if it comes that way, it's certainly not intended. But, you know, even when you were talking about, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. It's like, (laughs) I'm picturing someone like on a beach somewhere in Thailand with like really fluid hands going in a very like calm voice, dude, just remember. the destination it's about the journey <laughs> in the end it's it's still true like we, we're not trying to take the piss out of anything it's just we, we like to have fun with these things and you know it shows it's so important to have to bring lightness to all of this and it is so true that it is the journey because i would argue what's the destiny is there a destination really if everything is cyclical and when we look at nature it it appears that everything is cyclical, everything follows a cycle. If you ever look at a circle, there is no end point to a circle. in other words, there is no destination. So if every journey is cyclical and um you know concepts such as the hero's journey, it follows a cyclical process. So you could argue there is no destination so if then go so far and say there is only a journey and this journey is infinite don't waste your time worrying about the destination because the destination you could argue is just an illusion it's just something that you've created in your own mind it's really just a journey and that journey is all about stopping to smell the flowers you know being aware, being conscious of all the beauty that is around at all times, no matter what part of that journey you're on, of that infinite journey you're on. That brings me to another important aspect of this, this concept of try easy rather than try hard. When we're trying hard, we're energetically very much contracted and potentially even physically contracted. You know, when I would try hard at crossfit, all of my muscles were contracted a lot of the time. It was just part of that whole experience. But when we try easy, no matter what it is that we're applying this this try easy approach to, we are in a state of openness. We're in a relaxed, a more relaxed state than we would be when we try hard. And in that state of being at least energetically open and being relaxed and open towards receiving energy and receiving opportunities, that's when we are able to be and remain conscious. So you can take this as far and say that when we try hard, we're so focused, so gripped by whatever we're, trying hard to to achieve or to avoid or whatever it is that we're no longer aware we're no longer embracing the wholeness of everything we're really just so contracted it's just like i just really want this to be done or i just really want to achieve this or resist this so the state of trying hard is a state where it's very very difficult for us to be conscious, or in other words, to be in the moment. And then on the other hand, the state of, of trying easy and going easy, now that I'm just allowing myself to feel that difference right now, the state of trying easy, going easy, it's expansive. It is filled with curiosity. It is filled with a willingness to receive. It's filled with openness towards everything. It's beautiful because in that state, we can be very conscious. We can be in the moment. We are the moment. And for me, that alone is motivation enough to say that I wanna live my life. I wanna continue living my life this way, trying easy, going easy, because for me, At the end of the day, it will always be about being in the moment. It will always be about being. And the state of being is, in my personal opinion, through my personal experience, the state of being is, it's the easiest to be attained when we go easy on it and with it.
0: That's a really beautiful, beautiful way to conclude the the podcast. So I'm going to add one more quick thing here before we sign off. Um, I encourage everyone who's very visual to go and visit those two expressions of themselves. The one who's taking the route of the barbed wire, black, thorny, berry bush swamp path. Go and visit and feel him or her. Go visit, connect, and feel them. And then go and visit, connect, and feel the version of you who's walking that pleasant, lit, light up smooth path same destination really see it and feel it for yourself ourselves the imagery our mind this this doesn't lie well the mind can definitely trick us but <laughs> like <laughs> when we bring an imagery like this for example and feel it for ourselves we're going to know it you know and you might be really pleased and surprised to know that hey there's another option here and wow i can feel like that wow i can feel light inexpensive yes yeah you definitely can it's an option
1: it's it's been a really interesting and very enjoyable topic to talk about because i was there i was you know i was all about going hard trying hard and i was doing that for oh, almost 30 years it was interesting because it was so exhausting but for so long I didn't even know what about my life it was that was exhausting me so much but nowadays looking back at it I really know it was this whole aspect of always trying hard and trying my hardest you know experiencing the joy of trying easy going easy and you know as we've said so often in in these podcast episodes it's your choice, it's your freedom. You have that freedom of choice. If this feels like something that has resonated with you, feel free to incorporate it. Allow yourself to be inspired by it. In the end, it, it, it will always be your choice and it's beautiful that way. So uh, I just wanted to say thank you, Ariane, for your time and for the space that you created here today. It's been, it's been another beautiful, joyful journey today.
0: Thank you so much, Max. And thank you, everyone, for listening.
1: Bye-bye.
0: Bye.